You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. A podcast for learning. Cincinnati's number one educational-ish podcast. And I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. With me, as always, is my co-host, Paul Paul Vine. Chicago's number two (laughs) educational podcast. And returning after a long stint in the shit, in the muck. Knee deep in the hoopla. In the smut. (laughs) That's right. It's Jefferson Starship's very own (laughs) engineer Harold. Hello. Choo choo. Uh, I was nice. I've got like six weeks without that joke. <laughs> well, you know, we got five episodes. We took a break from it. This is episode forty-seven, eight. Sorry, <laughs> thought, I thought I remembered from earlier. Now forty-six, cursed episode. Forty-seven, Halloween episode, and this is forty-eight, uh, where we are. It's a normal getting episode. Back to being, it's a normal episode. The curse is gone. It's kind of our election special, but not really. We're just going to skip over the midterms because no one wants to hear us talk about 30 seconds of B-movie for another 56 minutes. So we've got with us a voice you've already heard. Uh, First time on the podcast. uh, A man who knows a thing or two about a thing or two. First time listener, long time caller. Jeff? First, First time listener, never called. Right, well. Never been called. No one has ever called me. Jeff does not own a phone. <laughs> so so this is Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Liebline. Who's here to teach us today. And as he gives his uh, report to us, uh, I will be your alcoholic substitute teacher that is hungover and does not want to be here. And Paul will be all the kids in the class who hate Jeff for giving a report while... Yeah, all, uh, they, all, they just want to watch a goddamn movie. All the, all the candy. Yeah, I was gonna say all the kids in the class that just spent five hours changing breaks in thirty degree weather and really don't want to be here right now. Ooh. So then, in that case, I'm one of the kids in the class. Is that? Yeah, you're the of, kid in the class who's who's insisting upon report. giving your report. Okay, gotcha. You're like the nerd that wears like a tie every day, <laughs> and it's like a public school. Like you, you don't have to wear a tie, and you're just like. No, I like it. Also, I'm going to wear a cummerbund on when I graduate. Oh, we're going to get to cummerbunds, actually. Cummerbunds feature, not well, not large, but they feature in my upcoming report. So, let's get right into it. What's your report about today? <laughs> um, it's something that I think everybody here is familiar with. Okay. And I'd venture to say, oh. I would say about 90, uh, upwards of 95% of the people on the planet. Syphilis. <laughs> All right, we're talking Sif. Let's get into it. Uh, no, actually, uh, a similar thing. We're talking about McDonald's. Oh. The okay. restaurant or the farmer? Um, well, that's actually where it all begins is on the farm. Okay. Because without a McDonald's farm, you won't have McDonald's food. That's right. I do. Re- that was their big tagline was McDonald's down, down on, on the farm. farm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna focus too much on uh, McDonald's food, but more on a sort of lesser known segment of McDonald's history. So you're not gonna tell us anything about the Big Mac. Um, when now when you say Big Mac, do you mean the thing that you put that in your mouth? The, the sandwich. Is that the what you're supposed sandwich. to put? Because <laughs> I usually just put it directly in the trash. Dunkin' on McDonald's. 
Um, I'm I'm gonna tell you about a Big Mac, but I don't think it's quite gonna be the one that you're thinking of. Okay, because I've got a pretty vivid idea in my mind of two buns with sesame seeds and all American beef patty, mayonnaise, and special a, sauce. A, 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 yeah, I'm skipping ahead. The lettuce. <laughs> And we're too young to like know that jingle. That was, I know. They gave up on that ad campaign. Was the, the who did they do the Moon Man? Yes. Yeah, that's Mac yeah. and Knight. Yeah. Yeah, Mac and Knight's awesome until it got really racist thanks to the internet. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? That was like a 4chan campaign. They're like, remember that like McDonald's <laughs> Moon Jazz guy? Let's make him say racist stuff and memes. Oh, that's true. Um, would it surprise you to know that actually racism isn't a new thing in McDonald's history? <laughs> you know, I'm not surprised, but I'd like to hear more. <laughs> well, I think... Ray Kroc, more like Ray Kroc as shit. Hey, uh, well, speaking of Ray Kroc, have you guys seen, um, The, the Founder? <laughs> I've seen every movie that Michael Keaton's ever been in, yes. Uh, what... Was he in that film? He's Ray Kroc of shit. I already made that joke. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you didn't answer the question. You're just like, I've seen, like... Could have been unrelated. The, founder, I've seen the star every... of the founder is Michael Keaton in the role <laughs> well, of Ray Kroc, the that. man who took the McDonald's Brothers initial restaurant and turned it into a goddamn nationwide international franchise. It seems like you know a lot about McDonald's. I know a lot about the company, but that's about where it ends. And also anything they covered in the movie The Founder. <laughs> so then, you're, then you know about uh, the one line where uh, BJ Novak, he's like talking to... Said, uh, no, it's you, Ray. He's... <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, not that one. Okay. Similar. He's uh, he's like, uh, you're not in the hamburger business. You're in the real estate business. Mm. Yes. As part of Ray Kroc's scheme to steal away McDonald's. I don't think I ever bought a house from McDonald's. So I'm I'm interested to learn more. Have you ever bought a house? No. Well, you should check out McDonald's Realty Corporation. Okay. <laughs> that comes with a free comes with coupon. A free house. <laughs> It comes with a free McDonald's franchise. <laughs> Your you house live in is a McDonald's franchise. You don't know that, but people live upstairs. Um, well, I'm not sure if that line in the movie is historical at all. I assume it is, since it's a movie about something that happened in the past. But uh, here's an actual line from actual history. Ooh. From the actual Ray Kroc. Okay. We aren't in the hamburger business. <laughs> Someone should let him know. <laughs> like, my dude, if you're not in the hamburger business, you opened up the wrong restaurant. <laughs> That's the first part. Oh, it's the second part. The second We're not part. in the hamburger <laughs> business. We're in the McFlurry business. <laughs> We're not in the hamburger business. We're in the racism business. <laughs> We're not in the hamburger business. We're here right? to normalize clowns. We're, we're <laughs> Over one billion clansmen served. Yeah. It's free. If you go if you go into McDonald's wearing full clan regalia, they'll give you a Big Mac. And a toy. Free happy meal. Did you know you could just buy yeah, toys your kids from McDonald's? Too. Yeah. I never knew that. What? I never knew you could just go to McDonald's, go through the drive-thru, and they're like, what can I get you to eat? And you're like, no, thank you. I would like to spend $2 on the toy of the week. You can't. Oh, I didn't know that either. You just buy the toy. I didn't come When I was that. a kid, I really, they had like the Inspector Gadget when the uh, mm -hmm. Matthew Broderick movie came out. Oh, hell yeah. And you had yep. to collect like film. 12 different, great film. You had to collect like 12 different pieces and put together like a 15-inch tall Inspector Gadget whose limb was all like, limbs were all different things. 
I ate so much fucking McDonald's and I had like extra pieces because I didn't know they just give you a toy. I thought, or you could buy a toy. I well, thought you had to, I like, think it's a new thing because I remember going to McDonald's and it, because they always did the weird gendered toys mm-hmm. where they were just like, mm. oh yeah, for the girls we've got Powerpuff Girls and for the guys we, we got knives. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and I just remember one time like very clear, like being like, can I get the other one? And they just looked at me like, and they're, no. they're like, no. Do you want a pretty hairbrush? No. Like they were like this close to calling me like the f word, and I was just like, "Hey, oh, do you want a little purple pony? No, you get a broken lighter. I sh- yeah, you wanted a happy meal? I shit, and here you go. There's your toy. So I think that I think being able to buy because eventually I was just like, look, you, if you sell it, just sell me that, right? So I think they introduced that later, probably. Yeah, so Ray Kroc said, we're not in the hamburger business. We're in the enforcing gender roles <laughs> business, right? <laughs> we're in the heteronormative business. <laughs> we're in show business. Oh. Right? Wait, is that the second part of the quote, or are you yeah. just talking about the podcast uh, you right know. now? <laughs> uh, Ray Kroc. <laughs> he opened up showbiz pizza. <laughs> Ray, Ray Kroc. Uh, hamburger man. Well... Not not a hamburger man. A, showbiz a man. showman. A showman. Oh, is he the greatest showman with Hugh Jackman? Is that the magicians? I Were think there was the Barnum and Bailey. Bar- no, it's one guy. P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Who the fuck's Bailey? I, don't, I think Barnum and Bailey's a thing. I don't know. If yeah, that's there's like, another guy named Bailey, but I don't know. He must have been like he's the, the second guy, greatest showman. He got the. He's the one who got all the elephants. He, he just smuggled a bunch of them. elephants. And he's like, I don't know what to do with these. And P.T. Barnum was like, I got an idea. Let's make him do tricks. He's just a I guy who a, he's a guy who had a really big hoodie to smuggle elephants out of the country. <laughs> It's, that's like the third part of a joke, and it's like, and then my third wish. Here's where I messed up. I, I wish for a bunch of elephants. <laughs> the monkey, the, a single finger on the monkey, fuck girls. Can I? I want to be rich. I want to be famous, and uh, I want a fuck ton of elephants. The life of Bailey, first name unknown. <clears throat> But nobody, nobody talks about. I him. actually think Bailey is his and first name. His last name is Irish Cream. <laughs> oh fuck uh, you! All right, let's. <laughs> nobody, t- nobody talks about fucking Bailey, and nobody talks about. <laughs> nobody talks about McDonald's and show business, right? Everybody wants to talk about the burgers, yeah, or the Ronald McDonald House. No one talks about McDonald's on ice. <laughs> nah, no, I don't. Zero I, spectacular. I've never even heard of it. And what? Ray, what's his name? Roy? Ray Crock? Ray Crack. Roy Crack. Roy Crack. Um, what Roy Crock had in mind when he was talking about being in show business is advertising. Oh. Right? Ba, 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 ba. What's that? <laughs> that wasn't it. <laughs> McDonald's. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scooby Dee Doo Hamburgers. McDonald's. Hamburgers. McDonald's. Oh, oh, oh. McDonald's. <laughs> they have a lot of notable ad campaigns. The, and, you know, but I would say the most notable. Avoid the Noid. Of, you know, see. <laughs> I, I thought about expanding this into all the fast food mascots, and uh-huh. I, I knew I'd heard of the Noid, but I didn't know what it was for. Yeah. The, Domino's. Yeah. yeah. 
We talked what? about that, I think, in an episode. Because there was a There's guy... There's a video game, right? That was there the was Noid. a video yeah. game, and there was also a guy named Noid who thought that the Noid was <laughs> making fun of him, and so he took a Domino's hostage. <laughs> With a gun? Yes. Oh. He, he had severe paranoia, I yeah. think. I, that's still pretty wild that his name was Noid. Uh, was that his only name? I, it was his last name, I think. His mm. first name was like... Did did he look like a red rabbit with a human face? He was. He did look exactly <laughs> like the Noid. That's pretty. That's a coincidence. If I've ever seen one. How about my favorite mascot is um, Red Dot, Cool Dot, Cool Spot. Cool Spot. Cool Spot. <laughs> I got there. Um, what was it for? Seven Up? Seven Up. Yeah, where it's just like a cool red circle or sunglasses. Usually surfed. <laughs> yeah. That's what they, they made like a... There was also a game about that. There were a bunch of weird video game tie-ins uh, advertising that you can find out more about if you go listen to an old episode of this mm-hmm. podcast. You look it up. You'll hear a little bit this one. There is, in fact, a McDonald's video game. It was on uh, the NES or Genesis or something? Mm-hmm. Sega. Okay. <laughs> it was a McDonald's uh, video game. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's way what, too what many mascots. What was the plot of the video game? Um, Hamburglar... Okay, so you play as a little boy, mm-hmm. and you meet Ronald Naturally. McDonald right away, and Hamber- Hamburglar has stolen Ronald's magic b- uh, bag. <laughs> Hell yeah. And... Get... <laughs> <laughs> The hamburger <laughs> took my weed. <laughs> I need you to help me get it back. So you go on an adventure. Ronald doesn't accompany you on this. He sends you as a, a small child. And there's a one level. It's called. It's called like the. It's either. I think it's like the the grimacey wood or the or the grimace woods. The thing about the game is though, there. At least from what I saw. There aren't really any notable McDonald's features in the actual gameplay. It, it is just a Mario clone. Okay. And so you throw little bricks that have... Uh, or they're just bricks onto little snail monsters. And you collect little M's instead of coins. That's so it, it seems dumb. really baffling that they've gone with... Yeah, an adult is sending a child out to do, like... To get his stuff. Well, when you think about the McDonald's play pa- place, the cutout of Ronald McDonald was only there to be like, give me your shoes. Go do whatever you want. <laughs> what did he do with those shoes? He kept them and smelled them. Uh, <laughs> if they were doing that, why wouldn't it be you collect hamburgers, the bad guys are the fry guys, and then you throw fries at them to distract them? <clears throat> well, I, I, don't, I mean... I don't know if they're going to be bringing out any McDonald's video games anytime soon. Well, I just pitched, I think, a very good one. You, so. can, you need to talk to... Uh, Ray Kroc Jr. Uh, it's a British man now, actually. The Queen of England. The Queen, <laughs> that's, the queen is a very large stake in McDonald's. They've been buying them up for the last 25 years. Well, there's that thing about them buying all that land by the Denver airport or whatever. I imagine they probably buy it. Yeah, man, McDonald's. they're in the airport business now. <laughs> We're just going to make an airplane that looks like a fry. <laughs> With fries sticking out of it. <laughs> hey, so where'd Ronald McDonald come from? Right. Um, well, it all starts in the 70s. Right? Mm. This is, I mean, this is really where our era begins. And this is the where... The sexual liberation ends. Of oh, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> and it's where, it's where Ronald McDonald begins. There was a Ronald McDonald in the, before 1971... But he was just on sort of local McDonald's advertisement spots. Where? Minneapolis. And actually, eventually in, in England. 
and uh, maybe that did have something to do with the queen. queen. I'm like, I'm not sure. like that old fella. <laughs> I, I like to jump him and pounce on him. Non-sexually. <laughs> just the thing I, the queen, am into. Pouncing on people. On clowns. <laughs> I just like to hold him for a second and then go, you're knighted. <laughs> I like to hold him down and slowly put a pillow over his face and choke the life out of him. But in order to do that, I gotta get him here. So that <laughs> give me a burger. <laughs> give me a burger. Give me a burger from McDonald's. Yeah, I got it. So, so, got, so Minneapolis. So it, it, there was it started a, in Minneapolis. A clown with a, a dream in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. And actually, the uh, you know you know Bozo the clown, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Intimately. Um, well, he was sort of the they they hired him on in Minneapolis to kind of. Get this thing going. Was Bozo the one that was like, "Hey, par- hey, kids, go into the kitchen and take your parents' money and then send it to me." Or was that another clown? I, I actually really only know about Ronald McDonald. I'm not okay. Let's I, keep it Ronald. My, my, my clown right knowledge is pretty narrow. Okay, this is not about clowns. Um, Who's the one that you got to throw balls in his mouth? <laughs> That's most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Classic clown bit. Throw balls in my mouth. Well, yeah, you, you, you throw balls in his mouth and they, they spit out tickets for you. That was like an old ski ball kind of game. So Ronald oh, yeah. McDonald. <laughs> so in 1971, we take the local clown advertising national. Mm-hmm. We have the introduction of McDonald Land. Now this is where, this is the origin it's the, yeah, sorry. Continue. Of of all of our the McDonald characters that you may know some, you certainly don't know all, mm-hmm. but the sort of just vestigial McDonald's uh, creatures and characters that are sort of in our collective psyche, all trace their <clears throat> trace back to 1971 with McDonald Land. I'm talking about Ronald McDonald. Yeah. I'm talking about the Fry Guys, Ooh. originally known as the Fry Goblins. That makes more sense, right? And it's G O B B L I N. Like that's way like better than Yeah, right. yeah. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> McDonald's. It's a it's good. A good. <laughs> it's me, McDonald's. <laughs> um, Somebody take my picnic basket. <laughs> that's an Italian young man. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> hey, boo boo. <laughs> Someone <laughs> took it to pick in the basket. Go get a me McDonald's instead. <laughs> you little piece of Mr. shit. <laughs> Mr. Ranger, sir. Can we borrow some money? We are but fast with no job. No one will hire a tall pair and then a little tiny pair. So we must beg you, Mr. Park Ranger. Please, for the hamburger. <laughs> and if you spare, surprise. So Yogi Bear also <laughs> comes into McDonald's land. <laughs> Italian Yogi Bear. Did you know that was actually an idea at uh, Chuck E. Cheese when they're phasing it out? When they're phasing out Rockfire Explosion? We talked about this in a previous episode. was to include Spider-Man. And Yogi Bear and Boo Boo with the band. I didn't this know. is the Chuck E. Cheese episode, he, if you haven't. This was, was he Italian or just regular Yogi Bear? <laughs> See, the thing about... Actually, is Italian is important. Italian mascots are important yeah, because... <laughs> the representation matters, yeah. and the, this is actually one of you know beef I could say that I have with McDonald's is that it's almost exclusively Irish. Yeah, Mayor McCheese, McCheese, mm-hmm. Big Mac. I told you I'd get to him. Who, as it turns out, is a cop. He's a oh, he's a fuck big oh, big oh, Irish 
That's why you throw. That's why you throw Big Mac in the garbage. A C A B. All cops are burgers. <laughs> also, uh, Captain Crook. Whoa! Captain Crook. Crook? Seems um, a little on the nose. Actually, uh, I have I have here Captain Crook for you, Paul. Can you describe? Uh, can you describe Captain Crook? What are you holding in your hand? Well, right now I'm holding a, a glass that has Captain Crook on it, and he has the exact same clothes as Captain Crunch, <laughs> but red and yellow instead of blue and whatever other color the Captain Crunch man is. Um, red. Face wise, like they changed out his mustache. Um, but other than just that, like it's pretty similar. Patch. I mean, I would say it's pretty similar to. Um, Let me see this. Captain oh, he Cr- is Captain much Crunch. taller than Captain Crunch. Okay, he's like he's like if Captain Crunch were standing on a normal okay, pair so, of human okay, legs. Okay, so Captain Crunch fucking got his vitamins today. Is his sword supposed to be a fry? If it's Ooh, not, it's, I don't know. It all looks like it looks like he's on, he's on a very tiny ship. He's like a normal sized yeah. person. What's it called? It says it on there. He's like sails the bounding main. And that's a, oh, there's like a fish that's actually a burger. No, no, no. That's what is that? What is that fish? Uh, uh, is it an egg McMuffin? No, no. It's in the net. You got the fish part. Fish McFlurry. <laughs> well, the the fish fillet. fillet. McFlurry. Fillet of fish. The, the fillet of fish. It's a fillet of fish. That is bound by a chain to a very tiny boat that is like a child's boat that this grown-ass man, Captain Crook, is standing on. And he's sailing to a small island that Mayor McCheese is on with two fry gooblins. Fry gooblins. Uh, you're right. That's exactly what that is. Oh, this is part of the uh, McDonald's Adventure series <clears throat> from 1980. Oh, just wait till we get to the 80s. Did I've... you have that in your pocket for 38 years? <laughs> I did actually. It's it's been traveling thirty eight years to get to this podcast. That's Strangely enough, I just got that out of the blue, completely dis- completely disconnected from any of this research from a friend who didn't know that I was doing this or that I was really that into McDonald's, but she thought it'd be a good gift for me. And now I know you're into I'm, McDonald's. I'm, imagine <laughs> thinking that a, a human being alive is just like not into McDonald's. Like I feel like because you talked like ninety five percent of the people like they're everywhere. There's probably one in Antarctica. I don't think that's true. Yeah, there's some research or something. So 1972. <laughs> We've got McDonald Land. Now, you're familiar with... Uh, I know we've got some, some real film buffs on this on this P. I've seen a couple movies out that don't feature Michael Keaton, yes. Mm, uh, was Michael Keaton and Willy Wonka in The Chocolate Factory? No, regrettably. Well, which one was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Because there's Charlie and then there's Willy Wonka. I think the original's the, Charlie. The original's Willy Wonka, I yeah, think. Yeah. And then the second one is Charlie. Because the book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then once they cast Gene Wilder, they were like, who's going to give a fuck about some little boy? And they named it after Willy Wonka because he was guy. Okay, Gene you know, Wilder. you're right. You're right. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, let's put it back to the original, but let's make him like a creepy Michael Jackson child man. I think that is a verbatim what they said. Um, <laughs> and, then, and, and then that obviously... That was my idea. I suggested <laughs> straight that. Straight into Johnny Depp. Yeah. They're just like, we need a creepy child molester who looks kind of like Michael Jackson. They're like, what's Johnny Depp up to? <laughs> so what's weird about uh, Willy Wonka and why I bring it up, aside from just the you know all the things that are already weird about Willy Wonka, 
Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory comes out in 1971. The very same year, McDonald's the McDonald's Corporation debuts McDonald Land and McDonald Land advertisements and commercials. Um, and the the very first one, if probably if if anyone has seen any McDonald's commercials other than like you know or at least among the old ones, they've probably seen this one. It is essentially the exact same thing as the the uh, chocolate room that they go into when they first get into the factory mm-hmm. at uh, in Willy Wonka. Instead of um, the chocolate river, there's uh, burger river. <laughs> I'm really burger actually river. I'm I'm hoping for like oil, like boiling oil that like fries are in, so that when Augustus Gloop goes down to try to get some fries, he's just like burning. <laughs> How about Shake Volcano? Oh, I'll go for that. How about instead of those, like, you know, the, uh, the, the girl in Willy Wonka, she's like scooping the goop off the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. How about ha- a little hamburger patch instead, a little hamburger bush? It's just like a bush that has hamburger patch? Yeah, okay. that's exactly what that is. Well, they have, they're little hamburger guys that have eyes and kind of chatter a little bit. Oh, that. So McDonaldland does imply that burgers have some degree of. Of sentience, sentience right? yeah. This is a tension throughout all of the McDonald Land uh, story: is that most of the things in it are all sentient, like the burgers, the little nuggets. Uh, yeah, all that seems like a like sh- that seems like they fucked that up a little bit. Cause like, imagine being like, "Hey, kid, all the food that you're eating used to be alive." <laughs> Which it did, but yeah. not in the way that like they're telling them. Like, like, oh, it was alive in this form too. Do like, they ever? Show, I mean, I, we got a lot of histories to go through. I just want to ask this: um, Do they ever show Ronald McDonald personally killing any creature to sell it for food? Um, not in any of the American commercials, but there are a lot of Japanese commercials as well. And I don't know; I haven't researched this yeah, okay. as thoroughly, so it might be in there. You haven't seen the? You haven't read the McDonald's manga? <laughs> How about the McDonald's hentai? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I didn't even look for that. I really should have. Oh, you know there's some, some it, videos of fry guys just going to town on each other. Who's the, well, who's the, the, the bird lady? Bur, uh, birdie. Yeah, Birdie. Really? Definitely. That's a, okay, there, definitely, there definitely has to be some just gnarly stuff of Birdie well, out there. And, and so the, the original Grimace had uh, eight arms. I'm sorry, four arms total, so you know what he would have in... Yeah, and the McDonald's hentai for buds. That's right. <laughs> uh, wait, they removed all of his arms. <laughs> no, he's got arms. Right? He's okay. got arms. They removed two of them. What? Do they ever say what grimace is? Uh, he is actually a grimace. What? Uh, this <laughs> is he like? Is he the personification of hunger? Uh, no, he's he. That is is like if I said like that is a that is a, a tortoise. Like it's just that it's just that kind of thing, right? So he's a grimace. He's he's a grimace, <laughs> and his name is grim. Or see, I'm not sure if maybe the McDonald Land people just don't know his name, but they mm-hmm. know of grimaces, so they just call oh, him yeah. grimace. Well, it's true because if you speak the one true name of grimace, you do burst <laughs> into fire. <laughs> but there are there are, there's not just grimace. There's and this is skipping ahead a little bit, but there eventually are introduced a whole. Uh, actually, there's a <clears throat> in the '90s. There's a uh, these TV series that they put out, and one of the episodes is called um, "The Legend of Grimace Island," and this is where they McDonald, uh, Ronald McDonald and Co. sail to Grimace Island. And, and it's, is it with Grimace? It's with Grimace, and it's populated by other Grimaces. Um, 
<laughs> was like Grandma Winky, <laughs> Great Grandma Jenny Grimace, and uh, <laughs> King Gonga, King of the Grimaces. King Gonga. King Gonga Grimace. <clears throat> okay. Uh, what was sorry? When was this released? That was in the nineties. That's the, there's been a lot of development in the whole, in the the Grimace universe. Okay. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm getting worried that we have a new sponsor, so let's take a quick break, and then we'll get back to, uh, I really want to hear the developed backstory yeah, before know, we get I've to Escape know what to Grimace Island. I've got to know what lore is canon, what lore has since been retconned. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I assume that it's kind of like, <laughs> wait, what's the name of the 90s movie? Uh, it's of A Legend of Grimace Island. I assume this is like a loose adaptation of Heart of Darkness, and that King Gonga, <laughs> King of the Grimaces, has gone insane. Played by Marlon Brando <laughs> in his final role. A giant purple Marlon Brando. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. I don't need makeup already. <laughs> This is a message from Petka. That's P-E-T-G. People for the Ethical Treatment of Grimaces. All Grimaces are born with four arms and a certain amount of intellect and should be allowed to retain them. Ronald McDonald and the McDonald Foundation has made it their goal to sever two of the arms of Grimaces and make them all dullards. We reject this. Do not support McDonald's. They take the Grimace arms, the two extra Grimace arms, and turn them into McGriddles and then they serve them for breakfast, and genuinely, I believe that that is just wrong. So do not support McDonald's. Do not order from McDonald's. Go to Burger King instead. While the king of Burger King is a fascist and does rule with a strong hand over his kingdom, there are, to my knowledge, no grimaces or other creatures that they sever and destroy besides cows, chickens, and, of course, pigs. However, these are not magical creatures, so they do not fall under the concerns of Petkas, which most specifically worries themselves on the treatment of grimaces. Clearly, my voice is uh, changing, so uh, please uh, go to the Petka website and uh, for further information. All right, we're back. You heard from a sponsor. A sponsor. And we are back to talk more about Grim Grimbles and all of his good King Gonga Goblins and all of his big fry boys. So, what was the first move after they introduced McDonald's Land? So, uh, McDonald's Land comes to uh, tragedy pretty quickly. So, uh, Ray Kroc, notorious baddie, mm-hmm. um, basically, Ray Kroc of shit. Or, you, it's Ray Kroc of shit. You're right. <laughs> he hires these guys to create McDonald Land. Uh, Sid and Morty Kroc. Uh, Croft, not Croft. Croft. All right. Um, you say Rick and Morty. Rick, <laughs> Rick and Rick Morty. Morty. <laughs> and uh, they had um, had much success with a, a popular show in the seventies. It was called uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> it's called HR Puffin Stuff. Oh, oh shit! HR yeah. Puffin Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they also there was another show by the same people I believe who did. It was a show called Lidsville, where everyone was hats. It was like a human fell into a magical world of hats, and there was an evil hat, <laughs> like an evil wizard hat. Does that where the store lids? Did that come? Yeah, out of it was actually. Well? I was gonna it say it off, seems like. Well, it was such a big show that they, uh, in kind of like a Walt Disney store style, in most malls they opened up a Lidsville store, and then the show got canceled by PBS, and so they just slowly <laughs> over the 
they couldn't decades, they couldn't converted af- to lids. Right. They lost. They started bleeding money, so they couldn't afford to keep all the the letters lit up and the the sign, and they just were slowly getting rid of them. So it's like Lidsville, Lidsville, Lids, Lidsby, Lidsville. And then lids, lids, and finally then, lids. That's when they finally hit like that equilibrium where they could stay open. Yes. So after their success with HR Puff and stuff, uh, Ray Kroc's like, "We got to get these guys to make our clowns like a really big name, right?" Yeah. And he so, saw that stoner shit, which they were like, "It's not about weed." Right. <laughs> and man, that's that's the 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 whole vibe of that first McDonald's like commercial is very like it's playing like sixties flower childish music in the background while Ronald and some children frolic, frolic through the burger. Like patches. How, how Taco Bell's ad campaign com- appeals to the modern stoner. McDonald's <sighs> ad campaign was inadvertently or advertently appealing to the stoner of the well, early to mid seventies. Sort of, but it would have been like stoner children or something because it's they were targeting kids but it was like um mm-hmm. i don't know it was the, the the stoners were the creators in this case rather than the targets so they wanted the kids to be like i want a burger and then they wanted the kids to go to their like flower power hippie parents and then be like oh yeah that sounds cool mm-hmm. that's good they have a yeah i'm, mayor pretty, that's I'm a pretty hungry i could go for a burger <laughs> <laughs> exactly and and so that's so they created this weird mcdonald uh world um, but McDonald's told them that they actually weren't going to go ahead with the advertisement campaign, didn't pay them, and then went ahead with the campaign anyway. They didn't pay them? They didn't pay them. That seems like a real Ray Crook move. That's a Whopper, all right. It's Burger King. Is it? Well, what happens is they... Curly fries. <laughs> Oh, the Arby's Mitt. That's another one that I forgot about. Oh, I've definitely seen porn of the Arby's Mitt. <laughs> no, that's the Hamburger Helper hand. Together. No, they were Together. both. Yeah, they were both there. No. I've definitely seen a pregnant Arby's Mitt. <laughs> so they... So, uh, you know, as, as you do if you get stiffed by Ray Kroc, you take him to court, <clears throat> and they successfully sued... Stiffed by Ray Kroc. Ray... Uh, got him. They got Ray Cock. They got him in the courts, and they had the McDonald's had to pay them um, over a million dollars in a settlement. And they had to the, the the line goes that they had to remove some characters from the stuff. And this is where we getting are getting into the Cumberbunds uh, Cumberbund mm. situation that we yes. talked about earlier. So there was a character in HR Puffin stuff named HR Puffin stuff who's mm-hmm. like the mayor, the titular, the t- yeah the tit- the titular Puffin stuff who wore a cummerbund. Mm-hmm. And I guess Mayor McCheese... Also is, had one? Mayor McCheese has a sash, but in yeah, every nice. other aspect of the character, I guess, probably minus the burger head, I'm not sure. H.R. <laughs> um, Pub and stuff did have a, a large, round... Not burger, but definitely um, burger-esque head. Like, if a, like a burger made flesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if Val were to make a burger flesh. So that would, I guess that character had to be changed. And I'm not, it's not clear to me if it was because he was wearing a cummerbund and that's why he got his sash now, as you can see on the cup, uh, or how that worked out. But I guess Mayor McCheese like disappeared for a while from McDonald's canon and then eventually they brought him back. How do they explain that? Like, you have a mayor that disappears for a little bit and then comes back. Did did he just That's an episode of Portlandia. But in the meantime, they get Roseanne to be the mayor. Like the racist Roseanne? Yeah. That's what happened to McDonald's, too. <laughs> Roseanne, Roseanne became mayor. 
They're uh, like, hey, put this burger <laughs> on your head. Don't ask why. I want to think that like Ronald McDonald stepped in as temporary mayor and it was a real like Parks and Rec Ice Town situation. I was literally just like <laughs> yeah. that. Um so they so that some of this stuff gets thrown out and there's like a things settle down. And Peace they, comes to, <laughs> to, to McDonald's land. And then <clears throat> things really get going. After 71, with the, the cast of characters just starts to expand exponentially. So this is when <clears throat> everyone's favorite uh, Grimace, Grimace, is first introduced. And at this time, uh, Grimace is actually a bad guy. Sort of, this is pre-Hamburglar. And he has four arms. And he has four arms, and he's a, he's so a he's menace. Grimace the menace, if Goro you will. from... Mortal Kombat. <coughs> did uh, Goro from Mortal Kombat love milkshakes? Uh, if you beat the game, as, yeah. his fatality—if his know. fatality is just him sipping a milkshake—he mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just punches someone softly, they die, and then he produces his milkshake seemingly out of thin air. <laughs> and that's sort of what Grimace Evil. Sorry, he is called Evil Grimace at this point. Yeah, they differentiate it. Uh, and so he loves stealing milkshakes and soda and everything like that. And that's why he has all those extra arms so he can carry all the all the treats. So um, eventually they realize that evil grimace is not like the best way to go for like a child's mm-hmm. like advertisement thing. Too many parents were writing in that their children were having grimace nightmares. <laughs> so they Our kids keep trying to grow extra arms <laughs> so that they can hold all these milkshakes. Cutting off each other's arms. Um, they, uh, they, in 74, <clears throat> Grimace loses two arms and becomes good and uh, possibly, I'm not sure if evil Grimace is also, uh, like really dumb. Yeah. Um, I would think not cause he has to have the wits to be able to steal those milkshakes. Was it like an end of dark crystal thing where like he becomes good and his, he changes form or was it like Ronald McDonald? Held and and uh, Birdie held down Grimace and cut, cut off two of his yeah. arms as a warning to never return to his evil behavior. <laughs> yeah, like Classic. the like the fucking uh, like as decreed by Mayor McCheese. This is, yeah, corporal the, the punishment. The code of Mayor McCheese. Yeah, the ho- hom- an, an arm for a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, real real Hammurabi shit. Um. <laughs> Damn. They so they cut off Grimace's arms and they give him. Uh, like a lobotomy, basically. So this is oh, those Grimace... definitely became food, right? <laughs> that def- those definitely became like chicken tenders. Right? That's what the McRib is. So, so, oh yeah, the McRib is back, everybody. It's true, it is back. Um, and so it's really funny to read the articles about Grimace because they, well, like, they just use the, the the funniest language to describe him. So it'll be like, and after his arms removed, uh, Grimace transitioned into the, the well-known Dullard character, or it'll be like Dullard or Simpleton mm-hmm. or like Simple Grimace. Stupid ass. And this Grimace. is when this is when he gets his trademarked uh, duh. So he like makes like a duh before any like he says anything. Was he articulate in the ad campaigns before? Or I was like, my name is Evil Grimace, <laughs> and I will be coming for your milkshakes with my four arms. Forsooth, I doth seen thy milkshake over there. I will take it with my arms of four. <laughs> Verily, the shake it then milk shall be mine. Milkshake, milkshake, wherefore art thou milkshake? I, the most contemptible Grimace, am coming for your dairy treats. A milkshake by any other name would taste as sweet. 
And then they, they're like, he's like talking as they're like cutting his arms off, and he just gets dumber and dumber. It's, it's like, like it's like a hodor. <laughs> That's what yeah, he is. Grimace is the hodor. <laughs> they. <laughs> Speaking of other milkshakes, this is also when Uncle O'Grimacy arrives. Oh, say uh, that again? Uncle O'Grimacy. Yeah. In keeping with the Irish, anti-Irish prejudice of <laughs> McDonald's loves, it's uh, basically a big green grimace that has a corn cob pipe <laughs> and a little cane. Oh, that was for the shamrock shake. Yeah, that's it? for yeah. the shamrock shake. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> is, is it yeah. possible that Grimace split? We had like evil Grimace got split via some sort of molecular technology and became two armed Grimace and two armed Uncle O'Grimacy. It could be that it's a thing like if you uh, like if you cut off a like a lizard's tail or whatever, it grows the tail back. It so grows maybe into an Irish character. <laughs> Our Grimace arm grows into a full grown Grimace. What, what I want to know is if we can Dragon Ball Z fusion dance Grimace and Uncle O'Grimacy together and get a return to evil Grimace. Evil Irish Grimace? <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if like Birdie has like an alcoholic <laughs> stepmom or grandma that just comes in. Do they have like they have McDonald's that serve alcohol places, right? Maybe outside of the U.S. I don't think the U.S. ones do. Probably not. Mm. Why do you want that? I don't. It's I have an idea. I mean, <laughs> I think a McFlurry with like some bourbon in it would be. Well, when that inevitably comes, I have a character to pitch them. Good. Birdie's alcoholic grandmother. And it's actually open, completely open, because the thing with Birdie is she doesn't have much of a backstory. Okay. She, yeah. ar she arrives in a commercial. She doesn't actually even show up until the 90s, and she just an egg drops out of the sky in front of Ronald and Grimace, and she hatches, and there she is. No, is that when they introduced the McNuggets? Uh, the McNuggets came in the 80s. Yeah. McNug McNuggets arrive in the 80s. The 80s is... Uh, and that's basically where we're getting into now because after after all the grimaces are spawned and their arms are removed and everything like that, this is kind of like they're turned into dullards. That's why I call the 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 '70s is like is the grimace era in McDonald's McDonald Land history. So then we move into the '80s, right? And the '80s is the golden age of McDonald's and McDonald Land people. This is when like they really start ramping up the characters because and part of it has to do with what you just talked about. The McNuggets. So now we get uh, the McNugget crew, or uh, <laughs> sorry, McNugget but <clears throat> McNugget buddies. Okay. Um, and they—that's like all of the commercials in the eighties. Do 80s. they rap? I feel like if they introduce the McNugget buddies, they definitely have a McNugget rap. Almost certainly. One of my favorite McNugget buddies one commercial is they're like uh, like old like hard boiled detectives, and they're like talk, doing the de you know detective voice, and then like the camera pans over and you only see it for a second, but it's like a McNugget pinup calendar, <laughs> and it's like a hot McNugget on on the wall of the McNugget detective hey, agency. Hey kids, not only is our food delicious, but now you want to fuck. <laughs> no, it's sexy. You want? Uh, <laughs> what did they look? Did they just look like McNuggets with faces? Yeah, with like little like little fedoras and like cool. little like Very hats cool. and everything. Did you know? I, I found this out a couple weeks ago when I was reading about stuff. Before they introduced the uh, chicken McNugget, they had onion nuggets. They just said like, really? yeah, it was like onion rings, but just like nuggets. Just a chunk of onion. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I'm very intimately familiar with the McNugget buddies. Because <laughs> it's the thing where you think, oh, I don't know the McNugget buddies. But then you see the McNugget buddies and you're oh, like, oh, I remember. They're truly the California raisins of McNuggets. McNuggets. 
Um, they <laughs> there's a lot of these fuckers there, too. There's so that's like the, in every eighties. Can you find the hot one on they, the internet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hot. They um they're they're in all the commercials. Yeah. Because um, they're really pushing like um pushing way more aggressively at kids, trying to get the kids to eat all these nuggets that they're making. <clears throat> that's what they say. Eighties, we're the era of the nugget. The, not McDonald's, but KFC does have a sexy McNugget. It's, I guess it's not a McNugget. <laughs> just a just nugget. A nugget. nugget. Mm. They uh, actually, and I was wrong. Uh, Birdie does arrive in the eighties. Okay, falls out of her egg. Um, oh, I forgot to mention racist Hamburglar. Um, that's racist Hamburglar. Uh, yeah. When did they introduce Hamburglar? Was from the beginning with McDonald's, right? But right? that's right. But from the start, I'm sorry. I guess it's better, more accurately, like anti-Semitic. Hamburglar, mm-hmm. and he's just like at initially. You know, we think of him as like the like the little boy with the cape and the most whatever. most fondly. I think of him from the failed ad campaign two or three years ago, where he was just a hot dude. Oh yeah, like, holding sexy, a burger like yeah, yeah. And he had uh, the pack over his back, and he's just like yeah. It was just like a hot wow. dude with a chiseled jaw and some stubble, wearing the hat and the bandana and or whatever you call that, the mask. And then he had a striped suit, and the whole ad campaign was just him like lifting a burger into frame. I think we could get Antonio Banderas to do the uh, Hamburglar. Well, apparently it's a, he's a little boy here. But I mean, that's the they're trying to just sexualize the Nuggets <laughs> and not the Hamburglar. Well, initially Hamburglar is a, an old, very obviously Jewish man with an enormous <laughs> nose, and it's it's just it's very clear. Um, and so they had to cut that back a little bit and make him basically son of Hamburg. Son, basically son of. Well, they actually, held him down. They cut off his nose. You like, <laughs> so much surgery in McDonald's history. I'm um, googling Jewish hamburger. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be put on a watch list. <laughs> oh yes, I found him. <laughs> there he is. That's a gorilla. Um, interestingly, uh, I don't. Know, there might be a hamburger junior. The, in in the same in the nineties, Hamburglar gets his own sort of Grimace Island. Thing. So they had an old anti-Semitic Hamburglar that they took out, and um, oh, he looks creepy, and d- didn't know how to tie a tie, and presumably shot, and then a little boy Hamburglar replaces him. Uh, yeah, and that's like the cl- your classic Hamburglar, not your mm-hmm. your sexy Hamburglar, not your anti-Semitic, not your sexy, just your normal little boy Hamburglar. Exactly. So he shows up uh, now, Grimace gets even more work done and he goes from having just like uh he gets a pink tongue uh, that came up several times mentioned many times and uh, was it just like a black void before i think so yeah it was and then he gets like kids were still having nightmares about being consumed (laughs) by grimace he he just he looks a little bit better um and it's like this is this is like the pure era the 80s of the mcdonald's uh, creatures and critters in the McDonald land, like period, right? This is when they first start to make um, uh, McDonald land uh, movies. So you get more in the '90s, but this is they actually made like a, a made-for-TV movie that was for what for a McDonald's movie was really successful mm-hmm. and popular. They were putting out McDonald's like the toys that got started in the '80s were McDonald land character toys. And so it was like it's all one self-contained McDonald unit. Everything was McDonald's. Vertical based. integration. Um, Showbiz, baby. Exactly like Roy wrote. Uh, Ray Kroc said. 
so <laughs> the 80s comes to an end. Yes. Right? The moon landing happens. That was in the not 80s. The AIDS crisis? The, a- the, 80s, the AIDS, AIDS crisis. Is, well, did McDonald's uh, include that in their advertisements? Well, they may not have included it in the advertisements, but they did put out a magazine that was published six times a year throughout the 80s that may have covered the AIDS crisis. What was it called? It was called uh, McDonald Fun Times. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. They never covered the AIDS crisis. <laughs> the first reporting was in the McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's magazine. This is not a strange form of cancer. Okay, so McDonald's fun times. So this is, I mean, it's... Hard-hitting journalism. It's huge. Pulitzer Prize winning <laughs> McDonald's fun times. Yeah. McDonald's fun times blew open the Iran-Contra affair. <laughs> you mentioned that in the episode you did on the Iran-Contra affair. That's, That's right. They, um, so they have just this huge media, em- McDonald's media empire. And then we arrive in the 90s. And this is when they try to like keep the, the, the media stuff going, right? So this is when you get the um, oh the TV movie by the way is called uh, Ronald McDonald Adventure to Treasure Island. Okay, <laughs> they're I all about islands, huh? Yeah, I don't. I think actually this might be the cup might have something to do with that. I don't know if it says the date or not, but not yeah, 1980. Okay, okay. so that might have something to do with it. I'm not sure. Um, so they move into the 90s and we get uh, the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald, Ooh. right? Um, and this is like a half, like uh, costume style TV show slash like half uh, like Rugrats looking animation. Okay. And this is when we Klusky Chevrolet. Lower prices, lower rates. Yeah, that was it. Klusky Shupo. Yeah. That's the production company that did Rugrats. Is it? Yeah, as we touch on in our episode. And the first season. It's the first season of uh, The Simpsons. Yes. They did McCluskey Chevrolet. They didn't do that. (laughs) Their name was uh, Klasky Cuspo. Klasky Shupo. Yep. Okay. Well, that's... That has nothing to do with McDonald's. It doesn't no. at all. But but it's Rugrats. Ass, it's so Rug- we no, they did not work on McDonald's. So they, well, it was a knock but they off. worked on Rugrats. Yes, there may be some connection here actually that I didn't go into. We'll see. It was probably an imitation. Probably McDonald's animators were like, "Hey, what's hot? Rugrats, <laughs> cool." Yeah, there, there's some some animators just like, "Damn, I love those fucking Rugrats." <laughs> Tommy Pickles, how about hamburger pickles? I want to, I want to kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> the horny Is McDonald's there animators. About that? <laughs> There's a oh, actually, we got a, I got another little uh, 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 film buff treat. Ooh. Um, in the '90s, in this show, in fact, the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, we get the introduction of Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know that Boba Fett first introduced in the animated special. <laughs> McDonald's Adventure to Treasure Island. Um, it was actually Ronald McDonald's dog, Sunday. Okay. Okay. Wait, like spelled like... Was he made sun, out of ice like cream? Like an ice cream sundae? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. like an ice cream sundae. Very good. Who was played by none other than... Jonathan Lithgow. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> it was, in fact, um, the uh, actor who plays Mini-Me in Austin Powers. Vern Troyer? Vince, what is it? Mike Myers? Vern Troyer? Vern Troyer, yeah. Yes. Yeah, smaller man. 
Yes. He played, played Grip Hook in the Harry Potter series. Did he? Yes. Who's Grip Hook? Grip, Grip Hook is the one goblin that is like, let me take you to your vault. The goblin, oh. the, the, you know, the goblins the in Harry Potter, scene. The, the ones that look really racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Vern Troyer was one of them. Hmm. Well, he was also a dog in a in a dog costume in the McDonald's show. <laughs> um, oh, it was a dog costume. They didn't get like a real dog. <laughs> they dressed up Vern Troyer in a dog costume. Yeah, yeah. He, like on two legs or on all fours. Uh, it was. I think he's on two. But okay, in, that's better. In the, in the show, I, I don't. I don't think he does the voice. But he definitely is. He's the actor. In so the it's kind of like a Scrappy Doo situation. Um, it's more like a Yogi Bear. What's the, what's the smaller boo Yogi boo. Bear? Yeah, Boo Boo. Yeah. Paul, do your great Yogi Bear again. Hey, <laughs> sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Donald's Dog Sunday. Yes. So they they um. So this is when we are venturing to Grimace Island. This is when um, you do <clears throat> you get a little bit more into the Hamburglar's backstory in a, mm-hmm. a, a time travel episode that they do, where they go back and meet uh, Hamburglar's ancestor Henry H. Burglar the second. Is he the anti-Semitic one? Um, he, I mean, he probably is anti-Semitic, but he didn't have the features. Okay, you know good. I mean? They learned right. from their mistakes. Even though, so they're retconning the original <laughs> Hamburglar there. Also, um, what was it? Seamus O'Grimacy? Uh, Uncle, Uncle O'Grimacy. Uncle O'Grimacy. I just assumed Seamus. That probably is his first name, I would yeah. imagine. I actually am seeing that Klasky Shippo might have done the Ronald McDonald thing. Really? Okay. Also, I'm finding some photos that appear to be of Sunday, and I'm really hoping they're not because these photos are disturbing beyond all belief. Just. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, so it's it's a terrifying white dog with the it's got bright like, red mohawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's maybe one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And if Vern Troyer's in there, we got to get him out. <laughs> Vern Still Troyer's trapped. dead. <laughs> yeah. Inside, after playing that dog. <laughs> Suffocated in the, in the Sunday costume. Sunday. <laughs> uh, so they... So they so the '90s is also the sort of the, really the period of decline, right? Mm-hmm. Unc- yeah, Uncle Grimacy shares his war stories with the children <laughs> for an hour and a half <laughs> on the boat on the way to Grimace Island. Um, this is uh, oh, other Grim- Grimace relatives include um, Aunts Millie and Tilly Grimace. Okay, uh, and they this is in a really charming McDonald's commercial where. All the McDonald's gang is going on a picnic, and Grimace is like, "Ooh, watch out for ants!" And Ronald McDonald's like, "Ants! I want to keep them away from the picnic basket." And then it's Grimace's ants, mm. and they come bumbling in. Yeah, see, you don't you don't have that problem if you pronounce it the right way, which is aunts. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but they so the decline of once they introduce the ants, you know, once you meet the extended family, it's a, a doomed it's not fair it's not just the extended family though it's the 90s is when you the when ronald goes through his grunge (laughs) period and learns how to skateboard ronald cobain they this is when the the whole of mcdonald's starts to evaporate right Mm -hmm. so it's also like when um like movie marketing really starts getting more integrated into like everything right Mm -hmm. so Instead of having like an Uncle Grimacy toy in your Happy Meal, 
you've got a Mulan uh, Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. you're throwing a temper tantrum about. (laughs) Or anything. I mean, every movie that was integrated in McDonald's, Jurassic Park, like uh, E.T., like all of the really like big movies of the 90s and everything were all... Jaws. Jaws Jaws (laughs) 2. The Crying Game. (laughs) That... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Schindler's List. (laughs) (laughs) You you had to collect all the different pieces of his list and put it together. Green Mile. It's like you get just you get a that dead, bird that get dies the, and comes back to life. The dead mouse. <laughs> yeah, the mouse. <laughs> you get Tom Hanks's kidney stone. You get uh, a Titanic piece of the iceberg. All, all the all the ninety all, the all those nineties movies. All are the toys are in the family from my childhood. In the Happy Meals, um, and so McDonald Land starts to shrink down, and the. Not only is it at the Happy Meals, it's in all the commercials. You don't get the you know adventures of these people anymore, despite the fact that all this stuff was really popular. Like as far as uh, hamburger commercial ratings and TV stuff goes, like they actually for for the the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald, they would like run out of the tapes to sell because so many people were trying to buy them for their kids. Mm-hmm. It was actually called the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. I thought you were just adding that for fun. Nope, that's 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 how fun it is. It's real. Um, so McDonald's, in this sense, becomes more than just McDonald's, right? If you build it, they will come. <laughs> the play we're, place? We're in the show business. Oh, show business. <laughs> McDonald's worldwide. And this takes us into the 2000s. And this is kind of like we've had the, the rise and the the decline, and now this is the end. Is this when, he, when Ronald McDonald learns how to skateboard? <laughs> I would imagine that would have been in the 90s. Mm, rollerblade? Um, there is a rollerblade. There's a... Um, oh, this is another weird commercial that they have. This is not rollerblading, but it's one where uh, the hamburger gets cursed. It's like a Midas situation, so everything he touched turns, turns into, hamburgers? into hamburgers. <laughs> and he and he, he thinks it's really great, and he's touching everything. And he tries. he's trying to touch the other mascots, and eventually he touches his own head, and it turns into a big burger. And, and then him and Mayor McCheese get married. <laughs> and it's just such a horrifying uh, idea of your head turning into, a, like, your burger touched. Um, but that Got was Touched weird. by a burger. <laughs> um. So they... So we go and... 2000s, we have 9-11, we have all of the... <laughs> I remember how McDonald's did that That's very true. patriotic ad you were campaign right. during you, 9-11. Yeah, you were right. Ronald McDonald does learn to board in, in the 2000s, but it's, he learns how to waterboard. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald McDonald's enhanced interrogation techniques. <laughs> Ronald's wacky adventures to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Burger Team 6. And it's... <laughs> I just think of Ronald McDonald like doing the point with a fry sticking out of his mouth and he's abused prisoners with, with like Happy Meal boxes over their heads. Fun stuff. Early 2000s. Good time. Yeah. Love, love the 2000s. And then, and then uh, after the, you know, the next thing after 9-11 is 2003, we get the war in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And this is when Everything really falls apart for us as a country, and this is where everything falls apart for McDonald's land as well. <clears throat> right, because Iraq was their biggest uh, 
like exporter that they they would export McDonald's to, but now that we're at war with them, they can't send their McDonald's overseas anymore. That when Saddam Hussein appeared in some of those McDonald's brand commercials, actually, that's true. <laughs> um, but he uh, once, well, yeah, exactly like you say, once the war starts, things fall apart, and McDonald's is looking for the new thing, right? All the all the, all the McNugget buddies get drafted. <laughs> They uh, they want something besides the McDonald land. There there and there's a vigorous debate and competition among the advertisers to <clears throat> what's going to succeed McDonald land. Are we going to keep these characters? What's going to happen? And in the end, <clears throat> they decide to streamline, as they would say. What it really means is just they make grimace eat everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Ronald McDonald and grimace team up to just eat everybody else. <laughs> They gorge themselves on I the- mean, it's like fucked up. They have Birdie, who's a chicken, presumably, and then they have nuggets. So it's like if you break off a part of her, it turns into a living being, or if you get enough nugget buddies together, they turn into another Birdie. <clears throat> just a mass of nugget buddies. Yeah, fused. they just fuse together. Um, well, they, what, what they. Unfortunately, no, there is no fusion. Mm hmm. There's no fusion. There's no birdie, and in fact, there's hardly even a grimace anymore. I send him home to Grimace Island in 2003. <laughs> exiled. That's what they say. 2003, McDonald Land comes to an end, and instead, we get I'm loving it. Papa. Yeah, isn't that written by like Justin Timberlake or Pharrell or something? Will Ferrell. No, it wasn't Will Ferrell. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. <laughs> I thought you were just mispronouncing it. No, but there is like a, a like I think it's Justin Timberlake did the "I'm loving it" theme. Well, that was just something he said after every meal. <laughs> <laughs> like he just like. And then they bought the rights they to gave it. Him yeah. like a pizza, and he's just like. <laughs> yeah, and then one day pizza. Ray Kroc was going to see an NSYNC show, and was like, "Hey, can I stop backstage?" And then he heard that, and he was like, I'll give you $5, kid. Sing it into this microphone. <laughs> I own the rights now. So so that's uh, that's where all of our characters die, basically. We still have Ronald McDonald, sort of the <coughs> eternal symbol of McDonald's around. But he's been emasculated. He's he, been, <laughs> all that's he's left been castrated. <laughs> all that's left of him is his house. He got too horny and they had to stop. They had to chemically castrate him. The Burger King King cucked him. <laughs> the cucking of Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Ronald's Wacky Adventures escaped to Cuck Island. <laughs> oh, God damn it. So he's all that's left. Um, and there will be no more. And there won't be. And <clears throat> I think it's a real shame because now... We have, uh, you know, KFC is trying to do the Colonel comeback, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not very impressed by that. There's gonna be a female Colonel. <laughs> yeah, there already, there already is Reba. Rose, was that Roseanne? No, Reba McIntyre. Is it Reba? No, they're not gonna hire Roseanne. No, she doesn't. Was it like Reba McIntyre? Yeah, it was Reba McIntyre. Okay. So we need a female Ronald McDonald or tra- yeah. transgender Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Roseanne McDonald. Yeah. No, not Roseanne. <laughs> Give Roseanne out. I, I mean, I think like McDonald's has always been behind the times. What's their latest ad campaign? It's just like the McRib. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a guy saying words now. I think 
I think there's a bright future for McDonald's, but I think we may have to be the people that lead McDonald's to that bright future. I know future. exactly what they need to do. They need to get Marilyn Manson come on and talk about how he, the McRib is made from the three ribs <laughs> that he had removed so he could suck his own dick. All right, well, and until we can get Marilyn Manson on, is that, uh, is that the end of our McDonald's education? McDonald's education is over. Yeah, very good. I feel like I learned a lot. Um, I would love to have you back on in the near future to talk about. Uh, and are there any other uh, fast food franchises? Frishes. I love. I love Frishes. I love the Big Boy. I wanted to go as Big Boy. Uh, actually, last year I wanted to do Big Boy or Grimace as Halloween. My Halloween costume. But they were both too expensive. You can buy a three hundred and thirty dollars Grimace costume, by the way. Holy th- you shit. could probably just paint yourself purple and be like, "I'm Grimace," and they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna disagree with you. <laughs> But yeah, we can talk about we'll talk about Frisch's or Wendy's or you know any of the other uh, cool fast food guys that are out there. Well, I think this was a fantastic installment um, in Jeff's fast food education. Fast food correspondent Jeff Leveline mm-hmm. yeah. signing off. Uh, Before do you have plugs? Oh, sorry. Um, Firescape Saturdays. We'll have a new episode eventually. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Jeff. Uh, well, you looked at me. Do you have any plugs? Uh, I have uh, I have zero plugs. Anything you work? Anything you just want people to be like, hey, look into. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, at at Jeff Internet or Jeff Online. One of those two. I think it's Jeff Online. I have both. One's my display. One's my name. Oh, I think it's, it's Jeff Jeff Internet. Probably Jeff Internet. Spelled the normal way people spell Jeff. Uh, yeah, J E. F F J E P H P H. Uh, Paul, anything you want to plug? I yeah, I'm, nah, not no. really. No. Don't you have a show coming up? We got something on the eighth. Yeah. It's at the Crow's Nest. That's we're playing with some band from Louisville and uh, another band I think that's local. So if you want to come out, come out to a country bar. Um, we won't be playing country music. So, that's it. Great. Harold? Nothing? Nope. All right. Well, this has been an episode of Thamp. Thank you for listening. Check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Thamp. Check out the Instagram at Thamp the Podcast. Check out the Twitter at Thamp the Podcast. And, um... Put on your take off your helmets because there's no more thinking. You've stopped learning. (laughs) Stopped learning. And now it's time for you to go to bed. Unless you're driving heavy machinery, in which case, don't go to bed. And except for that. And in fact, we we indemnify ourselves (laughs) from any any legal action caused by you falling asleep while driving heavy machinery. Good night, John Kaser.